0: Love Talk Radio.
1: This is Colin, come, Colin, Colin, coming to you live from Hermosa Beach, California. Beautiful day today, and I have a really special guest with me on the line. This is kind of new for me. I'm usually used to flying solo, but i got a co-pilot with me here, and that's Dr. Judy Goldstone, this anti-aging specialist and HCG diet doc. And uh, I want to kind of welcome Judy to the, to the call and then tell you a little bit about her. So are you there? Just want to make sure you can hear me, Dr. Goldstone? I'm here. All right, awesome. So, I want to give you a little history about Dr. Goldstone. I know her personally. Jane and I are, are actually patients of hers and for the last couple of years. But uh, Dr. Goldstone is a board certified anti aging and weight loss expert uh, who's devoted her life to, to helping men and women attain ultimate health. She is um, a graduate of Cedar Sinai, I believe, Cedar Sinai, um, I'm sorry, Mount Sinai School of Medicine in New York, and uh, summa cum laude graduate of the University of Los Angeles in California. For a long-time interest in weight loss and optimal health and longevity, Dr. Goldstone has practiced weight loss and wellness medicine since 2001 and joined the Academy of, uh, American Academy of Anti-Aging Rejuvenative Medicine in 2005. She is well-recognized for her expertise in bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. Um, nutraceutical usage and nutrition and weight loss. Dr. Goldstone is uh, not just a strong proponent of the bio, uh, ho- bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. She's also a patient, so you know that you are also in great hands. Uh, she's a member of American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine, the American Society of Bariatric Physicians, the American College of Advanced, Advancements for Medicine, and the American College of Physicians. So you have somebody who's got some serious credentials <laughs> on the line with us today, and we're going to be talking about a sub um you know that's really not talked about a lot out there and I really it's hugely important especially for me for someone who's stumbled across this in the last couple of years of my life along with the AC diet protocol um I'm really excited to have Dr. Golso on the line today because I think she's really going to open your eyes to um not only just how wonderful this diet is but really how getting your body right and getting your hormones right and finding out what could be out of balance, you could really make it easier for you to not only lose weight but maintain your weight for life and look younger and feel younger. So welcome, Dr. Goldstone, uh, to the to the call today. I'm really glad that you are here. Thank you.
2: I'm so I'm be-
1: going to – oh, thank you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to talk over you. I apologize. Um so i really really want to kind of cover this whole anti-aging thing because i really think it's a subject that's not talked about a lot and then we'll once we kind of segue we'll segue into the uh your, your feelings about the HD diet protocol system is something that you also offer in your practice. But I really think that, the, you know, the combination is powerful, but I really want people to really understand how important this anti-aging stuff is, especially for baby boomers and for people in my age group anyway uh, and even younger. So, um, you know, really, what is anti-aging medicine? I mean, what is it?
3: Um Well, anti-aging medicine, that's just a term. It's been called a lot of things for you people that, you know, listening on the line. Maybe you've heard of longevity medicine or alternative medicine, functional medicine. But basically what it means is advanced preventive medicine. It's finding things that are wrong with you before you get sick and try to age in the optimal physical and mental health. So the whole idea is to use everything that's available today, the technology, the diets, the science, to detect, prevent, and treat age-related disease before it actually happens. Wow. That's, that's, that's cool. like a basic definition of it, but it's just all-encompassing. It involves a lot of things which we're going to get into.
1: Yes. I mean And that, that leads into my next question. So how does anti-aging medicine differ from traditional medicines?
3: Okay, well, um, traditional Western, we call it Western-type medicine, is I think everybody knows you basically get help when you're falling apart already. You see the doctor and you get a Band-Aid on whatever is going on with you until you fall apart again, and then you go back. It doesn't really focus very much on prevention and early detection. This type of medicine focuses on while you're still well, let's, do everything we can to say that way. Or if you are sick, let's look for the cause of that and treat the cause rather than just the symptoms. That's the basic difference. Sometimes they call this like an Eastern philosophy.
1: Right. So basically not wait until the hurts, but to prevent the hurt from coming in the first place. So and so, uh, really. So, how would you typically evaluate um, someone who would need an anti-aging program or who would be looking um, for this type of uh, medicine?
3: Well, it's pretty individual for each person, and it starts with a very good medical history. You have to know all about the patient and what medications they're taking, what supplements they take, what illnesses they've had, even the whole family history. And after you do an evaluation, usually they're sent for very comprehensive laboratory studies that include some cancer markers, inflammation markers, all your hormones. We check all the hormones. Um, That includes estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, growth hormone, cortisol, which is a stress hormone, and a couple other hormones. Check kidney, liver, thyroid, blood count. And when the results of that come back, you get a pretty thorough physical exam, and then depending on what is abnormal in your blood work, like let's say your hormones are low, we're going to balance that, replace that with the bioidentical hormones, which are human-identical hormones. They're, that's a whole other topic. which right. um But yeah. basically, they match the hormones that your body makes. So when you get your – and then you also balance the body with the right nutraceuticals, which is a combination of a supplement and a pharmaceutical. It's called nutraceutical. They're over-the-counter medical foods, if you want to call it that. And if you take the right ones, that also helps protect your body against antioxidants and and stress. And then you also – part of the program is coming up with the proper exercise For each person, what they'll do and what will help them, and um, solving your stress. So it's pretty much all encompassing of a whole lifestyle to get you into balance.
1: Right. So tell the people that are listening and the people will listen to this podcast later, because you know that there are usually frequent, you know, there are kind of symptoms that are kind of traditional symptoms that they can experience, uh, usually, you know, being overweight or being stressed out, you know, losing sleep. Talk a little bit about so many things, not not to have them self-diagnose themselves, but to get an idea of, hey, you know what, that sounds like me, that I've been having something like that go on. So could you talk a little bit about that? that?
3: Great question, Colin. That's great for People that are listening, you need to know, well, why, when would I need this program? Why would I need it? My philosophy is that you need this as soon as you're probably in your 30s, later 30s, some people even sooner, because what happens is one of the major theories of aging, there's about five theories. One of them is that we age when our hormones decline. And from about 30 to 35 on, in men, the main hormone that starts to decline is testosterone. And some of the things that you might notice would be just lack of get-up-and-go, not wanting to work out as much, not getting very effective workouts, you know, just no enthusiasm for working out, fatigue. A lot of men notice that they gain that mid-abdominal weight gain, and it's very difficult to get rid of. Mm-hmm. And, of course, lots of people's men start noticing their libido is fading, their erections are getting softer. their whole quality of life is kind of getting poorer. They may just be irritable and grumpy. That could just be a sign of low testosterone so it could
1: <laughs> that's why they say grumpy old men right is that that's why they're grumpy old men
3: That's right. That's they funny. made a movie about it
1: and exactly yeah.
3: I was going to say for us it's a little bit easier because we have the menopause where, you know, we just have a clear-cut cessation of our menstrual cycle for a year and we know that we're in it. Um, But for women it starts earlier than you think, too, about age 30 to 35 on. Again, the hormones are on the decline, and women start getting worse PMS. That would be like the first symptom, let you get more fluid retention, more cramps, more anxiety, and then comes the difficulty sleeping. That mid-abdominal weight gain, hot flashes, and night sweats then start to develop as the hormones continue their decline. And then there's a whole host of other symptoms: mental fogginess, vaginal dryness. The, the whole gamut of menopause starts to come in when right. your hormones are falling.
1: And I wanted and, uh, to add, yeah, also. Go, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: Pardon me. Go ahead.
1: Now, I wanted to ask you about it because I, I know that, like, for men, they won't talk about it. But isn't, isn't depression, a, it could be a sign of your your hormones being um, declining, too, for men?
3: Depression, mood changes, anxiety, a big mental component. Even, like, um, declining your mental functions, memory, that's a huge one, too. But not right. everybody gets the same thing. If you're unlucky, I guess you'll get most of them, though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, and, and that's. I mean, that's. That's powerful because I know that for I know, at least for men, you know, they don't have doubt. I think they. I know from me personally, I, I experienced started experiencing depression. Didn't know where it came from. Didn't know what it was about. And it was a strange feeling, but it's not something you really want to talk about real quick, especially when you're a man. So I wanted to at least put that out there that um, if you guys are out there and you start feeling that, you, you don't have to hide from it. There may be something going on. Um,
3: I, I what are the components? That, right? Go oh. ahead say this i'm i'm really um always happy when when men and women come to me but men in particular because they don't talk about this sometimes the guys hear about it in the gym because another guy will be on testosterone not to pump up but just because that he wasn't feeling good and went to his doctor and found out so they may hear about it but a lot of other times men just don't talk about it and so they're searching the internet trying to figure out what's wrong and i'm always impressed when they figure it out
1: Right, right And so, I mean, so what, what are some more components of the anti-aging program? I mean, other, you know, how do you it's balance out all this stuff?
3: It's weight loss, weight control, taking the proper supplements, balancing your hormones and checking them I usually like to check it about every three months for the first year because it's a process Everything doesn't get under control right away um, yeah. Exercise and stress reduction, those are the basic components Taking the right supplements to neutralize the bad things
1: that are going on in your body. All right, and supplements are a big deal because there's so many different supplements on the market. There's so much crap on the market that are being sold, you know, just just to make money. And there actually are some, what you say, those nutraceutical supplements that are actually hugely beneficial. I know you're real big on that because we have a whole you know, cabinet (laughs) school that we have to take every day. But, um, you know, I, I talk about that a little bit because, I mean, I think not all supplements are created equal.
3: No, no, that's a good thing. But, you know, I never used to really believe in supplements maybe 10 years ago. They don't teach you anything about that in medical school, but I learned on my own how important it really is. And I started to experiment on myself. When you take the right supplements, it makes a huge difference. Night and day, just like hormones do. It's everything together. But for example, you need to know what you're deficient in before you just start blanketly throwing vitamins at yourself because you'll just take a bunch of things that might not even be working. There are ways to test what you're deficient in. Sometimes I can tell by your history and looking at your laboratory work, for example. People that have really low cortisols or really high cortisols due to stress, there are supplements called adaptogens which help neutralize that, and they're all natural. They're made from herbs. That can help neutralize that and help bring your stress under control. Also, certain amounts of vitamin B and C and support nutrients can help heal a adrenal that's been damaged by too much stress, just little things like that. Special antioxidants. I can look at your blood work, and if you have high inflammatory markers, I might recommend certain amounts of fish oil to help with that, um, certain amounts of vitamin D, which could be anti-inflammatory. So it kind of all depends, but they're very, very valuable. And also beware not to get, like, the cheapest brand on the market. You want a pharmaceutical grade, which means that it comes from a manufacturing company that deals specifically with supplements, and they have certification. If you just get it cheaply over the counter, they do this thing called dusting where they put just a nick of the vitamin or the supplement in there, and then they say it's in there. They don't have to tell you how much. That's why the pharmaceutical-grade ones are the ones that you need to look for because they pretty much stand behind and guarantee it.
1: That is that is powerful information. That is definitely powerful information. And you kind of touched on this before, but I wanted you to really kind of bring it home because I don't think people really get that this, that this the hormone process starts dropping off really early. So when is a good time to start or at least inquire about this type of, uh, this type of uh, therapy?
3: That is a good point. You know, here's a fact. In men, your testosterone peaks at age 25. I already told my two boys that who are over 25, and they were just, like, horrified to hear that. But it peaks at 25, and it declines 1% a year after that. So some guys, even in their early 30s, are starting to get a drop-off in libido and a drop-off in their strength and muscle mass. Um, I would say you probably should get a baseline check around mid-30s if you have no symptoms, and then we'll see where you are. If you have symptoms and you think it might be hormonal decline, you should check it sooner because I have had a patient as young as 22, a man who had very low testosterone, and it was just an odd thing, but it can happen.
1: Yeah, well, I figured. That. I think mine started in, in, in my early 40s, and I didn't find out about it until I was 47, or so 48. I mean, I just told you that I I suffered a long time not having a clue what was going on with me. So, I mean, I, so I really that's why I really think this conversation is is hugely powerful. Um, you know. So, no, what is it. andro? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let's finish. Well oh,
3: I was just going to add. I had the same problem before. I I used to do weight loss 100. percent I was a weight loss physician until about six years ago when I realized that we were getting a lot of these sort of 40, 50-year-old men and women who did everything right and they couldn't lose weight. And I started looking into it, and I realized the big component was the hormones. I didn't know that myself. And once we started balancing everything, it was a lot easier for them to lose weight. So there's a lot we just are discovering now.
1: Right. So talk uh, talk to me about andropause.
3: It's a term
1: that not not many people know about or hear about.
3: No, andropause is a fancy term. Andro means male and pause means stop. You don't stop being a male, but what happens (laughs) is it's like the female menopause um, where all it means is the hormonal decline that begins around the mid to late 30s and the signs and symptoms that go along with it that we already talked about. You know, the fatigue, the weight gain, the mental changes, the just total degeneration of your body because of lack of testosterone and other hormones.
1: And I want to give people a visual picture because you know, you guys, those of you that, that follow my newsletter, on my blogs, my website, you saw my before and after pictures. Usually, when you have the man boobs and the pot belly, that's a pretty good sign. That pretty good sign that you're not just necessarily eating lousy. That you may be, you may have a hormone problem or a low testosterone problem. So, as you see, you know, men, or if you're one of these men walking around and you kind of have the pot belly and you got the, you know, the man boobs going on, and you're working out in the gym. This is something you may want to look at because it's not just, you know, how well you eat or how much you exercise. I did it for, for years in the gym and could not, get, could, not, could not reverse the process. So I wanted to give people a visual <laughs> so you know, know what Dr. Goldstone is talking about.
3: Oh, Colin, that is okay. brilliant. It's just a great yeah. way to think about it. And the same thing with women. You get women that start getting that abdominal weight gain and they're eating right and doing everything right. It's hormones in men and women.
1: Right, and that's and I think that's huge because you know I got you know, a lot of women that you know that coach that call me about the brain and said I can't seem to get rid of this belly fat. Well, the rest of my body seems fine, but I have this belly fat that I had never had before, and it doesn't make I can't figure out a way to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And they're utilizing the protocol for that, which will definitely help. But I, as I said, I really want to open the door to information that you may want to look beyond just diet and exercise. you know? that's so cool. So. This is a huge question, and this, this is something that I've been talking about for a couple of years now and trying to bring home to the ladies. So I want you to talk about this particular subject. Do women need testosterone?
3: If they're low in testosterone, they need it. Here's the thing. That's why I checked everything. If you're low in a hormone, it should be balanced. Because the hormones, there's like seven or eight major hormones It's like a soup. If you leave out one ingredient, it won't taste right. The same thing is, if one of your hormones is left out, you're not going to function and be balanced. Now, usually when you're 25 to 35, all your hormones are at their peak and they're balanced. And isn't it true that's about when we felt right? Most people. Also, you don't see a lot of 25 to 35 year olds getting sick, degenerating, not having, you know, they don't usually have osteoporosis and diabetes and heart attacks and cancers because partly because their hormones are at the peak. Um, Getting back specifically to testosterone, I have noticed that in most women after about age 40, that starts to decline. And when it declines, the first thing women lose is their libido. I tell you, testosterone is wonderful for libido in women. Very small amounts, but it works great. Also, it helps women build muscle and bone and get rid of that abdominal fat. So it's extremely important. It has a lot of great qualities. Without
1: Absolutely. it, that is the home run. That's the home run that I'm talking about because I really think women have this, that to have this this mentality that testosterone is a man thing and that muscle and having lean, strong muscles is a man thing. And 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 I try to really implement that lean muscle. Um, will help you not only stay healthy, stay thin, it'll, you know, you, you can, re, you know, uh, reduce the, you know, the, the onset of osteoporosis and all this kind of stuff. So I really think it's so important that you're sending this message, especially to women, that it's not just a guy thing, you know, and especially for the libido thing. I mean, that's off the hook. I mean, I don't know how many people, how many women are actually talking about low libido, you know. So, I mean, that's, I think that's hugely important. Oh, you know? it's Go ahead.
3: It totally true. One thing about testosterone is I didn't even really realize how powerful it was until I started to replace it on myself, just a tiny amount. For example, let's say a man needs like 150 to 200 milligrams a week. A woman would need like maybe 5 milligrams or 10 milligrams a week. So it's a lot less. But when I started it and I kept doing the same workout, the same everything I always did, I could not believe how easy it was to build muscle. And I said... So this is what it must feel like to be a man. It was wonderful, and I don't look like a man. You know, I have just thin muscles, but they're better than right. any muscles I had. It was incredible.
1: Right. Now you are very lean, so there's no, there's no doubt about that. And I, and I <laughs> wanted to talk about hormones, because you talk you mentioned about you know heart disease and diabetes and and all these degenerative ailments that are they're running rampant in our society. And how much does your hormone imbalance? or a balance, um, have to do with these type of diseases?
3: Well, it has a lot to do with it, especially in, well, I'd say for everybody, as your hormones decline, you open yourself up to all these degenerative diseases. They work together, but specific hormones do specific things. For instance, like we mentioned, testosterone. When that starts to fall, you get more osteoporosis because testosterone builds bone in men and women. The same thing with they've done studies, and they found when estrogen declines, women get more colon cancer and more heart disease, elevated cholesterol, and more dementia. So each one has specific things, but together, when you look at all the hormones, they're pretty much responsible. Their declining is responsible for most of the things that we dread getting. Progesterone is another one that actually protects against breast cancer and endometrial cancer, and as that declines, you're opening yourself up to that. But it has to be done. They all have to be balanced. If you have too much or not enough of one, that won't do you any good.
1: Now isn't it true that that women are, are a little bit more challenging to dial in because they have so many different hormones going on? With men, we kind of have the basic, the basic one, the testosterone, and I know we have others. But with women, you have the progesterone, the testosterone, the estrogen. Aren't they a little, a little bit harder, more difficult right. women, to dial in? Little harder. Women,
3: women are a little harder to balance, but you know they get balanced too, and they're so happy when they finally feel themselves again. Men are are easier.
1: Right, but that's, I mean, that's, but that's what's really important, knowing what you're doing um, when it comes to, to balancing these hormones because, yeah, I know the difference of going to someone who didn't know what they're doing and to go to someone who does know what they're doing, and it is it is night and day. So someone just throwing something at you and say, oh, here, just take this, you'll feel great, you'll feel great, don't worry, you'll lose weight, just, you know, um, I can tell you stories. That I, when I started my original hormone replacement therapy before I uh, uh, learned about the AC diet, I was under the impression that I would... Finally, get testosterone. That was when I found out I was low. I would take it, and all of a sudden, I would just get thin and 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 cut up like a bodybuilder. When I called my doctor, said, "Look, I'm getting fatter, dude. I'm not getting thinner. I'm getting fatter." He's like, "You need to eat more calories. You need at least three five, thirty five hundred to four 000. I'm like. I'm getting fatter, so it All didn't right. work necessarily unless you have somebody that, that was literally monitoring and balancing and finding out what was out of whack because it wasn't working, you know. So I, I just kind of wanted to bring that in there because I know for you that you have a whole different philosophy, and I wanted to talk about that a little bit because I really respect your philosophy of, about the anti-aging. Process. You don't go, I don't don't want you just to be 50 and feel like you're 45. I mean, the point is you're you're saying, look, I'm going for the home run here. I want you to feel and look like you did in your 30s. Am I wrong?
3: Well, sort of, but it it doesn't do that for everybody. My whole idea is that let's say you're 50, you should feel really good. There's no reason for a 50-year-old to walk in, be overweight, be tired, you know, short of breath, and feel like their life is over. You should feel... You can be in great health at any age if you take care of yourself and follow these principles. I, I hate to use Jacqueline Lane as an example because he was so extreme, but you know, a moderate approach, focusing on yourself, you can age in very good mental and physical health. It right. makes a huge difference. No one yeah, but don't you to have... and and turn right. thirty again or forty again if they're older, but they're going to feel very good.
1: Right, I mean, that's kind of what I meant. I mean, the point is that you're 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 not you're not looking to just make make someone feel okay. The point is you say we all should be able to feel like I know I feel terrific. I mean, there's a difference between okay and terrific. And I know that you look at when you look at the markers and you're looking at the the numbers that people should have. Isn't there like a industry standard for which is usually relatively you know non aggressive? I don't know how best to yeah. Here's, this. here's what you're you getting up. at.
3: Here's a lab yeah. test go to a standard lab, they put sick and well people together usually to get the normals and they do that big bell-shaped curve that we all learned about in in school and they cut off the very top 5% and the very bottom 5% and if you come in anywhere on that curve, let's say your testosterone is 6%, they're going to say you're normal. Because the ranges are so broad. If you can imagine that curve in your head and you're just cutting off the tail end, there's an enormous amount of space in there. And if you come in on the low end, they're going to say you're fine. But you really don't want to just be fine. You want to be optimal. How come it's okay when you're 25 to be on the top of the curve and then we're going to accept being in the bottom of the curve when we're 60? That doesn't even make sense. When you think about it, for glasses, you want your eyesight corrected to 20/20. So why wouldn't you want your hormones corrected to optimal?
1: And that's then that's where I, that's that, that's the point I wanted to drive home because I found that that when you were explaining that 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 was that made so much sense. And that really, who whoever wants to be just okay or just in decent shape. I mean, it's never that that, that that mediocrity. It's okay if you're there, but I don't think people strive for mediocrity. I think people want to look and feel the the best they can. Otherwise, this whole weight loss industry wouldn't be a you know quadrillion dollar industry. So I mean, that's kind of that's kind of where I, I'm glad as you answered that question because I think it's really important people understand that when they're looking for a a anti aging or diet specialist that they know that the person is is looking to bring them to optimal health not just bring them in and bring them out and that's Mm -hmm. what i wanted i wanted to bring home and so you know let's talk about we talk about you know all these other things let's say what is a good diet i know that you 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 implement and 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 do do the ac diet as a part of your regimen what made you what made you decide to you know to go down that route and add it to your overall practice
3: Yeah, that's a great question, because I actually learned a a whole different approach to dieting, you know, in my courses on medical weight loss. And I used to do what was called a protein-sparing modified fast and different variations of that. That is usually a very high-protein, low-carbohydrate diet. It could be anything from all liquids. Everybody's heard of those, like 900-calorie diets up to 1,500, 1,600-calorie diets that are mostly protein and carbs and low-fat and balanced. And so, you know, people generally did pretty well on that, but when I opened my practice, I didn't do the HCG diet, and I kept getting all these calls from people who were saying, do you do the HCG diet? And when I said no and I tried to talk about this other one, they just went somewhere else. They weren't interested. And <laughs> I better look into this and find out what this is because I was kind of biased against it. I think the medical community initially, we didn't know anything about it, so we thought it wasn't good. Well, when I went back and I looked at all of it and I looked at Simeon's protocol and I went back and read some of the studies, I realized there is something to this, and then I started offering it, and it was unbelievable. Patients started doing so well, I don't even do any other diets anymore. This is the main one that I do for weight loss. Because it just right. I was I was just blown away by how well it works. You have to be motivated. Uh, yeah. Mhm. Go ahead. But it's,
1: oh, no, go ahead, sorry.
3: No, go ahead. It's it's good for weight loss and, and for the maintenance part, we I've just had real good success too
1: right and, I, and I, I wanted to say that, that I completely commend you the fact that your you're, you're honesty because you said that you know number one, wonder you didn't you didn't really believe in it and you kind of poo pooed it because it was like this new thing didn't, that didn't you hadn't heard about, but at least you took the time to research it and 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 test it out yourself and implement it and because there's a lot of doctors out there that that still are poo and poo pooing it and not really giving it any chance, and there are other doctors that are just you know you know doing it as a revenue source and not necessarily really make – really the goal is to, is to make a huge impact in someone's life. And that's why I think that you combining not only giving them a, a way to lose the weight and, and, and quickly, which is always – it's always optimal for someone to get up, be on a diet, and actually get results fast. I mean, that, that's usually not what happens, so that's nice. But also, I think it's hugely important, and, I, and I can, Dean and I can contest to this that, that I believe that the reason why we've been able, and i got guys, I'm giving you my trade secret here. I think the reason why we've been able to maintain our weight so well and stay in such great shape after implementing this protocol literally. Three years ago, and we did it again a couple more times when we wrote our book. but the point is that, that literally we have not struggled to keep the weight off for the last three years, and especially since we 've been in the last couple of years since we 've been dealing with you so I really believe that when you can when you i mean the, the protocol itself is a amazing protocol it will get the weight off but unless you really look deeper into the, into what 's going on with you and look into the possibility that if you are in these age ranges that you may have one or many of these variables going on in your body that for you to not be frustrated and for you to actually maintain well and live a normal life without the fear of constantly Mm -hmm. dieting, that they really need to look into the possibility that this may be something that that, uh, they may be suffering from. Do you agree? Right. You
3: be balanced Before you start even the diet, a lot of people, I check certain hormones before people start because let's say for example your thyroid is off that controls metabolism and weight if that's up you do this diet you might lose the weight but you're going to have a heck of a struggle losing it plus it's going to come back real quickly so like you said Colin, everything has to be balanced and then you have a much better chance of keeping it off
1: absolutely so you guys hear that so it's not just a Post um, HD diet theory uh, or um, therapy. This is also going to be a pre or during HD diet therapy because of the fact that that and and I'm and i and I'm, and I'm really making a, a point of this, guys. Because I'm telling you, when it comes to things I believe in and things I don't talk about, things I either don't know or have not experienced myself, and I'm and you guys know me for that. I'm straight up with that, and I'm telling you that I really believe that the combination of of figuring out finally what was going on with me internally and then obviously, you know, stumbling across this amazing protocol and implementing it. The the combination, even though I did it in reverse, um, I think what Dr. Goldstone was talking about is hugely beneficial. There are still people out there doing this protocol and they're following it to the letter and they're going, I'm still not getting the numbers that other people are getting. And I know I'm not a big fan of you comparing yourself to other people's numbers because everybody is different, but, you know, these are some of the components that, as a, as an AC diet coach but not a medical doctor – i can't see through i can 't see through that i can 't help you with that because of the fact that that is something that that only a medical doctor can do and I, there's only and I only go to people I trust I only recommend people I trust and because of the fact that not only do I use dr goldstone i 've experienced you know how, how much knowledge she has but how she implements what she 's doing, I just want you to know that yeah, i don 't know. You, not everybody who lives here in California and, and, and may be able to tap into her expertise right away, but the point is is that it 's opening up conversation for you to start asking questions. And start looking, you know, looking for um, the possibility that that you know combining these two therapies together, or at least implementing as a long-term therapy um, for staying healthy and um, and staying fit. Now, talk about talk about that, Doctor. also I mean, you know, hormone replacement therapy is not a is not a um, you know you do it for a few months kind of thing, and then you're you're fixed, right? This is oh, something no, that's it's a it's the lifestyle change. It's a
3: lifelong therapy too, because. If you stop taking hormones, they're just going to go down again. You know, you have to keep taking it because what happens as you age is your your organs stop producing the hormones. They basically just stop producing and it's never going to come back. So that's why we have to replace it.
1: Well, so let's talk about that. I know we can't talk about cost per se, but are, are these things covered in insurance? I mean, is it something that somebody – is it is it only for the rich and famous? I mean, are, are, do we only have to be Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and all, you know, these supermodels and actresses to be able to actually be fit and healthy, or is it something that anybody um, can at least find a way to implement? I think that's a huge, huge question. That's,
3: a, that's another great question, and it is important. The whole point of this is um, – It can be very costly depending on what you do. I try to keep it reasonable for my patients. Um, The the lab tests generally, not always, but will probably be covered by insurance if you have decent insurance. If not, I try to get the best deals with the labs for you. And um, the actual consultation may or may not be. My my consultation fee, I give you what's called a super bill, and you can submit that to your insurance. And, and I see patients get reimbursed, if not for all, for some of it. But generally, you right. see, the Western system doesn't cover this preventive-type care. They don't necessarily even believe in it that much just because they're unaware of it, not because they think it's bad. They're just not aware. And so insurance right. companies will not cover it. They want to wait till you fall apart and pay $30,000, you know, instead of maybe – a thousand dollars for prevention
1: right (laughs) Yeah, we say a penny pound a cure for i forget that whole thing but i know know where you're going with that go ahead
3: the hormones are made by special pharmacists called compounding pharmacists because because what they do is they're making the hormones individually for, for you i write a prescription for each person and then they put the ingredients in there it's not just a one size fits all you know it's not animal based they're Plant based. And so those generally, some insurances do cover it, some don't.
1: Right. It's talk, real about variable, talk, but about, talk about that. Talk about
3: that. You know, a month for each individual hormone. Could be more or less. Depending.
1: It. Say that again. You faded out for a second.
3: It's, you know, I've just kind of noticed that, let's say, if you're doing estrogen or, you know, testosterone, it's about 40 or $50. A month for women at least and sometimes insurance pays for it for men testosterone I believe it's like $250 and that lasts a couple months but then there's other things that you need to take with it the supplements it just depends I'll work with people within their budget you know if they can't afford this and that we'll talk I like everybody to do everything because of course you're going to get the best results but if you're limited we'll just talk about what you can do we'll try to pare it down to the most important things
1: and it really is about prioritizing i can't find any better any any more important priority than my health i mean i didn't go i didn't i mean especially with my medical history and my both my parents being deceased, my grandparents being deceased so on both sides. I mean, I'm, I am, you know, there's no, there's no price tag on that. So for me, if it, if it means, you know, not eating out twice, you know, twice a month, you know, if, you know, a fine dining restaurant, in order for me to have, you know, my, you know, my hormones replaced, then that's my priority. So it's about priority. But I think once you, once you realize how well you're not feeling, <laughs> once you feel right. It, it's like you don't ever want to go back to not feeling it right. It's kind of, it's like kind of like you don't know it until you until you know it, and so that's kind of the, the thing. I think that once people once people actually realize what it feels like to to just you know I I, I can't even describe a word for it, but just to feel amazing when you go back to not feeling amazing, it's pretty it's pretty frustrating. I mean, you know, so. Um, I, I totally get it, and the fact that i you know i do I do find it that it's it 's relatively as far as cost is concerned, it is something that Jay and I have just now implemented in our lives and uh, and we did it when when money was tight, and we did it when, when money wasn 't but the point is is that because it was so important to feel good and to be able to maintain our health, so you know guys, just look into it, look into you know if it 's something you want to consider, look into your insurance companies um, you know dr Dr. Goldstone heads up in Southern California. Um, Center for Anti Aging here in Torrance, California. Um I will definitely have your information on my on my uh on my website so you guys can get it. Uh, for those of you that maybe locally want to talk to Doctor Goldstone. But I, I you know I want to open up the lines. And uh, did you have anything else you want to add? I want to maybe open up the lines and see if there's anybody have any has any questions about what you covered here today.
3: No, I think you did a great job covering everything. That's um basically it.
1: No, you did a great job i'm just I was just here asking the questions i think I think your information was just off the off the charge, man. I think it was great, so guys I'm, you know, I'm gonna do what I do. I'm going to open the lines uh you know the drill for those of you've who been here before you if you get one on your phone um that means you can uh you put your hand that puts your hand up because you have a question and I can actually open the line and have you ask a question to dr goldstone or um and uh and don't be shy because this is a huge opportunity for you to actually get an answer without having a consultation. I mean you'd be foolish not to, right? So I mean I mean keep them general, but if you have any questions regarding either the, the anti aging process, the issue diet process, the combination thereof, um, and try to be brief, but um go ahead and put your hands up. Otherwise we're gonna just keep chatting. We have plenty of time. But I know every time I say put your hands up, you guys start getting shy and as soon as I decide that uh, okay, well I'm gonna hang up now, the call's over, everybody starts busting out with the questions. So um so I think we have our first caller that popped up here so um 480326
3: you're on
4: the air Hi, my name's Debbie. I'm from Arizona.
3: Hi Debbie.
4: I Hi would,
1: Debbie.
3: I would like to know in your opinion the best way to find a doctor in my local area. Okay. Um there is well, there's a couple ways. There's something called the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. That's pretty much where we all go to learn, and th- those doctors are pretty much the top doctors in the field. Their, their website is the letter A, the number 4, and M. If you just put that in Google, capital A4M, their website'll come up and it stands for anti aging American Academy of Anti Aging Medicine. You could also Google the American Academy of Anti Aging Medicine and they have a list on their site by state. I would say that's the best place to start. Great. Thank you very much. For sure. You're and welcome.
1: Just to for the question. And to add to that, what 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 should they look for? Um when they're interviewing, I mean, people don't interview doctors. I think they kind of go, okay, well, you're the doctor, and I mean, and, I, and the reason why I say that is because I know the difference between going to somebody who knows what they're talking about and someone who doesn't. So, could you give people a yeah. general thing? Yeah, what for?
3: you should. Well, if you're not going to interview them, and you're just going to go to their website and look, read what they said, read their philosophy, because nowadays we all kind of put our philosophies online. Um, see if they are a member of the American Academy of Anti-aging Medicine that would be really important that they're associated with something where they're continuing to learn also another one is the American College of um for the Advancement of Medicine ACAM A C A M that's another very important organization if they're a member of that that's good too I think, and then you just have to try them out. And if you're not comfortable, you try somebody else till you feel comfortable. Everybody has to feel comfortable asking their doctor questions and feeling like the doctor's paying attention to them. Don't be shy about yeah. going once and then, you know, switching. If you go, I've had people come to me with full labs from other doctors, and I'll accept that. And, you know, they've already had a consult with someone else, and then they come and bring all that stuff and, and finish up with me, and that's just fine. Right. So don't be
1: shy. So, and, and how much and how important is it to really just be completely clean about your entire medical history and, and everything you you're hold, feeling?
3: Oh, no, if you hold something back, you won't get the best help. It, it's funny when people say, um, I want to be honest and tell you everything. I mean, I'm thinking, why wouldn't you be honest? This is for you. You want to get <laughs> outcomes, so it's best to reveal everything no matter what it is so we can help you with it.
1: Awesome, awesome. Does anybody else have a question on the line? I mean, I I, I tell you, this is like a huge golden opportunity um, to really get some information about what you may be experiencing or may not experience. And, you know, a lot of times, too, I get people, I do a show called Ask Me Anything HCG. And uh, a lot of the questions I get are medical, medical questions, and I'm going to definitely have Dr. Goldson back um, for a session like that because there are questions that are specific to ACG diet or, or either women have certain kind of, uh, you know, uterus issues or pre-something going on, and there, or you know, I can't even remember half the syndromes that are going on. But the point is I never feel comfortable answering those questions, and I have to defer and I say, oh, I'm sorry, I can't answer those questions. I'm not a medical doctor. So, I mean, literally it's a great opportunity to at least get some general information because there's no one out there talking about it guys there's no doctors out there that are talking about it They'll like, oh, come into my office and and they, you really you can't even really ask any questions so um I don't really think you realize how powerful it is to have Dr. Goldstone here on the line because um this is an opportunity that most people don't get and I'm definitely going to have her back um for that for that session in particular but if you guys have any questions that are um related in that in that um in that era, um, area um the last- then also yeah,
3: I would like to just add this, Colin, about Debbie's question regarding, you know, how does she find a good doctor. If you go to somebody and they want to start doing all these fancy tests, like saying you need this scan and you need, you know, this brain age, there are guys who, you know, want to pay for that, but that could run up to $5,000 or so if you do that. You can do it for a lot less money and you don't need all the fancy bells and whistles. That's just for, ah. for you know, the stars that have extra money. <laughs>
1: Right, right, right. and fun. you know what, and yeah, yeah, since we're talking about the stars and extra money, and I know that you are a big fan of um, um, human growth hormone, talk to people about that. I mean, I know that it, it, when it comes, that is, that is one of the higher end, and it, it does seem to be very classified for the rich and famous, but... There's a lot of negative press about it and there is there's there's a lot of, a lot of misinformation about it and since we're not having a bunch of hands pop up and we have time I figured you kind of segued into accidentally maybe I can put you on the spot <laughs> and give me your thoughts on that you know
3: That's kind of a, a shady area it's really not indicated for use for anti-aging and I don't use it for anti-aging it's indicated for adult growth hormone deficiency, which is clinical signs and symptoms and laboratory values documenting that you're very low in growth hormone. And so I don't really use it that much in patients unless somebody really is having a lot of difficulty. For example, if I had a personal trainer, he was 32 years old and he was actually fat and he was a personal trainer. I couldn't believe it when he told me that was his occupation. He had done everything, exercise, diet, you know, everything right, couldn't lose weight. When I checked all of his hormones, the only thing really low was his growth hormone. So in that case, you know, we replaced it, and he was able to lose, like, 30 to 40 pounds. It really worked, things like that, but not just for general anti-aging. We don't do it for that.
1: Well, I know I knew that was the case, but I know that that you believe that there is a place for it, and that's kind of what I I didn't mean to say that any, anybody is- just jump on human growth hormone, but there is a place for it, and I think that 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 it's mm-hmm. kind of it is that gray area that, that it's been used is- for non therapy reasons, but there is a true purpose for the human growth hormone.
3: If you're really deficient and your all your other hormones are balanced, and you're still having symptoms like. Can't lose weight. You're so fatigued. You can't think, and your growth hormone is low, and you're just like failure to thrive. You're not doing well. You're getting a lot of infections. You're just not well. Then it's possible that could be the cause. And in that case, what is usually the age
1: to... group of that? Is, isn't usually that's a higher that's usually people in the you know beyond the fifties that usually experience that, and on an average or or no?
3: I usually it's not it's not
1: age related at all.
3: Um. Well. There's a well-known head trauma causes growth hormone deficiency. There is a, like, and, and it could be minor head trauma. And so you could get wow. a young person, athletes suffer from this a lot because of the head trauma,
0: and wow. they can have
3: really low growth hormones. But that's those aren't the ones we hear about. We hear about the ones that are abusing it. They're taking it and they don't need it. They're taking it because it does help things grow, and so they grow bigger muscles and, you know, they get stronger and faster and maybe even, you know more mental abilities. That's why they're doing it, but that's really not the reason to do it.
1: Right. I think we have. I think we have another call, another question here. Eight one eight seven zero four. Let me click here. You're on the air. Yep. 818- eight one eight seven zero
3: four.
1: Yeah. Hello.
3: I think they hung up.
1: No, they're still there. I can still see the line there. Eight one eight seven zero four. are you there? Did you have a question or did you accidentally push the number one on your phone? Okay. Sometimes they don't hear me, so I must, I'll i turn them back off here. Um, All righty then, let's see. Um, anybody else got to scroll down? There's a lot of people on the call today. Scroll down and make sure I'm not missing anybody. Awesome. Well, I think. The, oh, here you are. There's more lines here. Okay, two, one, four. Oh, you guys keep blinking and changing. Okay, eight one eight one eight. There was another one just left here. Okay, 480-326. Four, eight, four, eight, oh, oh, three, three, are you still have your hand up?
3: Oh, this is Debbie. Still sorry.
1: Yeah, go ahead and pick one again, Debbie. Thank you. All right, eight one eight. Your number. Your hand is still up, but I wasn't sure. I'm gonna try you again. And there was
3: eight one eight
1: Ooh. seven zero oh, four. Are you, are you, do you have a question?
3: Yes, I have a question called, this is Elizabeth in Woodland Hills. Um, I was listening to a conversation um, about the testosterone for women, and I was wondering um, where we could find the testosterone. Would we have to go and see a doctor to get that, or is it something that we can purchase over oh, no, internet, you have Oh, no, you have to be evaluated. Come see me. I'm not that far from Woodland Hills. I've got people that come from Calabasas and all over. Because it's hard to find somebody who really there's not a lot of doctors around that do this the right way. So yeah, give us a call and come on in. Yeah, I have lost, um, calling uh um on the H C E diet uh, yeah, I've had my struggles and my bad days and good days, but I'm down forty four right. and a half pounds. But I do oh, have oh, that's a problem wow. with the, the belly fat just as as you explained and wow. you know, I'm exercising and, and it's just it's just there. <laughs> might be your other hormones too I bet so we evaluate them all if you want to look me up on the internet it's the Southern California Center for Anti-Aging dot com it's all one word or even if you look me up under Judy J-U-D-I Goldstone MD you'll find it put your
1: number up there too Yeah. tell me your uh, office number Dr. Goldstone it's
3: 424 247 4962 that's the phone number.
1: Awesome. Okay. I will
3: definitely
1: it. Thanks, Elizabeth. Appreciate it. Uh, great time. job yeah, on Thank the weight loss. Yeah. Thank you.
3: Bye. You're, you're welcome. welcome.
1: Okay. Let's see. We have another one. Six one You're on the air? Yeah. How are you doing? Oh, yeah. Hello? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, yeah. great. Um,
5: I'm miss this weight loss thing. I was an athlete most of my life that I gained um, I got 420 pounds. I've seen your website, and I'm kind of anxious to. I've been doing a lot of research on HCG, and also mm-hmm. I'm hearing about these hormone replacement. How do you? What type of test is it that you get to find out where you, where are you know your hormones are depleted at? It's at fifty three years old, I, at years old, I know I'm depleted somewhere.
3: Well, <laughs> what I do is I have you do a fasting blood test that checks all the levels. That means you don't eat anything after 8 p.m. and you go in not eating anything the morning of the test and I check all your levels of your hormones. They just draw some blood and send it to the lab and then they send me the results.
5: Okay, cool. I was thinking about starting this HCG diet. but I was trying to start that, but at the same time, I would like to make sure that there's no other hormones that are depleted and it won't interfere you know me. I, mean? I work with, with my weight loss. I need to lose about at least two hundred pounds. So I'm gonna probably do right. three, three or four different cycles. Right. 43, well,
1: 43 day cycle, About three or four of them. Yeah. Um, well, just to give you a little bit of uh, uh, good news about that, I have uh, one of my coaching clients, CJ, that literally did. He did a hundred days straight and lost eighty pounds. He did a hundred days, hundred days, and lost eighty pounds straight. Wow. In um, one <laughs> cycle. Uh, <laughs> Um, so just so you know, especially for for the for the people that have a lot of weight to lose, um, you know, it's doesn't have – the journey doesn't have to to appear as long as you think it needs to be. And I know a lot of people don't advocate, you know, being on a cycle well, – I don't know what Dr. Goldstein's feelings are about that, but the push of the envelope makes sense he was – to do it he didn't want to stop because he was losing weight i mean literally it, the, the, to look at him the, the difference between his, how he looks today and how he looked you know literally 100 days ago is absolutely night and day actually i'm did a video today talking about him i'm going to put it on youtube probably tomorrow showing before and after God, photos that. and he's know, colin awesome. i
3: have one like that too i have a lady who has been doing it not not quite for for that long but she's been doing it about oh Two months straight, she never took a break, and she's not going to, and she's doing phenomenal, the same thing. She must have lost about 50 pounds already. She was way overweight, too, and she feels great, never took a break, never developed immunity. It's amazing.
1: Right, and that's well, and that's the thing that I, you know, yeah. like my video that I'm putting up is called the you know, AC Diet Mythbusters because of the fact that I've coached a lot of people, man, almost 3,000 people over the last couple of years, I haven't found one person that's literally come up with this immunity thing. Now it may exist, I just haven't found anybody that does it. So I think for people that have a lot of weight to lose, I think it's almost to their disadvantage to go 43 pounds and then stop it and, and then try to do another cycle? Because I have definitely seen um, evidence of this, and I don't know if you have, uh, Dr. Goson that the second and third and fourth cycle is a little bit more challenging than the first. So, you know, sometimes losing your momentum while you're in the mentally in the game to lose the weight and stopping going to phase three and phase four and then coming back to phase one and two again um, may end up working against you, not for you. so. That's just just so you know, brother, that uh, there's some hope out there that that two hundred pounds you have to lose does not mean that you need you need to be doing this for the next year and a half. Oh, yeah, so, so, okay, good, good. It, yeah. So I would
5: order so, uh, I would I would order the large so I would order the, I know you said you have packages of forty three day cycles, so I'd probably order those and just keep going instead of stopping in between.
2: Yeah, you my recommendation.
1: Might. But I think you definitely also want to, just to check into the hormone thing because you said you're in my age group now, and yeah, I mean, you mean unless you are Superman, there's a, probably a real good chance that your that your hormone levels are are probably not optimal, which means well, that you, you may get probably the at,
3: testosterone.
1: Yeah. yeah no doubt. No, yeah. doubt no doubt um so i mean there there could be a huge benefit of combining both of those treatments uh so I'm excited for you man, because like I said, I know what's gonna happen to you before you even know it and uh and so you're gonna experience some changes that that I think that are gonna rock your world, but it's definitely gonna make it, make it a huge a huge benefit and uh thanks for thanks for your question man I appreciate it all right. no problem thank you so, all right, let me see if there's anybody else has their hand up out here.
3: You know, okay. it's funny calling that I've had that same experience with people, and I I do individualize it according to the patient like you do. If somebody's really right. motivated, I don't want them to stop.
1: Right. Absolutely. And I think that that I think that alone um that switch alone in philosophies that both you and I are, are adopting to this protocol can make a huge difference, especially for the for the people that have a that'll have a lot of weight to lose. Because I remember having a lady on my show a, a few weeks back, and she said, you know, I understand what do these other people have. You know, they have 50 pounds to lose and 80 pounds, 70 pounds. I have, I'm almost 400 pounds. She goes, I have 270 pounds to lose. I mean, I can't even fathom you know 40 pounds to me is it you know it should be exciting but it, to me it just I, all i can see is that there's still you know 230 left and I, and I was like, you know what? She, she had a point. The point is that you know what? You know, even though this is the fastest diet protocol on the planet, I think the fact that, that allowing people who are motivated, who 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 want to continue the process and go straight 90 days, 100 days, 120 days, if they're willing to do it and their body is not rejecting it in any way and they're still losing weight, that could be huge. I mean, could you imagine dropping 100 pounds in in in, a, in 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 120 days? I mean, it's like crazy oh it's just you know, that, been amazing. That, that beats the biggest loser up and down you know so
3: yeah it's it, it's amazing the patients that do that they are so happy
1: it's yeah.
3: amazing
1: i mean i will tell you cj is like he is like the new celebrity in his <laughs> town because he cannot go anywhere because of the fact and that's what, what makes us what blows people away is that they literally saw him three months ago so it's not like they, like he went away for a year and a half and came back thin. They, they saw him three months ago, the guy does not look sick, and they're like going, wait a minute, how is it possible that you look like this? I've got to tell you the funny story about him, that he um, he was getting his body fat percentage taken, his body fat taken at um, one of these nutrition places, this like big, big nutrition places that have, I can't remember the name right now, and he, he kept coming in there to get this free body fat percentage because he wanted to check it. And every time he came in, like every month, They'd look at him and go, What are you doing? How is it possible? And they would do his numbers and go, There's no way you dropped 10, 10% in body fat in 30 days. There's just no way. And he goes, Okay, well, um, and he wouldn't tell him what he was doing. He came back another 30 days later. He had dropped another 30 pounds. Like, What are you doing? They want to take pictures of him in the store to basically use him as an advertisement for their products, even oh though he goodness. wasn't taking their products. Can you believe yeah. that? And he was like, No, dude, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty amazing.
3: Oh, it is amazing. amazing. My my patients, a lot of times, they'll say stuff like, you know, people will wonder what they're doing because they're losing it so fast, and then their friends will come in and want to do it because they see that they've had such good success. Right.
1: Well, there's no better proof. There's no, you know, there's no better testimony other than proof than watching somebody change in front of your eyes. And I think that's what makes this, this diet protocol so amazing. And uh, you know, I, I tell you, I, I, I'm excited about. But I'm really, I'm really excited about you bringing in this conversation because I think you've just opened up doors to thousands of people because this podcast goes all over the world and people play it back over and over again. I really hope they get this message out that the fact that you know what, guys, um, it's not just about diet diet and exercise, especially when you start getting your 30s, your 40s, and your 50s. And once you have the knowledge, you can't you can't claim ignorance. Now, we're not saying that everybody out there has got a hormone deficiency. We're not saying everybody out there needs HRT therapy. But the point is, if you do, at least you know now that there's a possibility that that could be a problem with you. And, Dr. Gilson, I want you to kind of go through the symptoms again. Can you give them like a checklist of things to look for just so they can at least think and pause and go, this maybe could be me. And uh, and that way, and then we'll close the show out after that. Could you do that for me?
3: Sure. Like for women, I think you need to look at worsening PMS. This tells you you have an imbalance. That's uh, premenstrual syndrome, like tender breasts, bloating, um, <laughs> severe cramping, heavy, heavy bleeding with clots, Um, Vaginal dryness, decreasing libido, mood changes like going from crying to, you know, feeling very sad in a short period of time. It doesn't even have to be around your period, but it usually gets intensified around the period. Mental fog is a big one, just difficulty thinking and concentrating. And then the big one would be inability to lose weight no matter what you do, especially that mid-abdominal weight gain. And for men, it would be loss of libido. That's true for women, too. It'd be difficulty with your workouts, difficulty with recovery, depression, like Colin said, difficulty um, just getting motivated. Again, mood changes, irritability, anger, just that lack of drive, and then that mid-abdominal weight gain, which, you know, just won't go away no matter what you do eruptions, uh, uh, I can go on and on and on, but you don't have to have all of them you don't just even a few might be a clue well, I know for it.
1: I know for us guys all you need is one of those one of the wrong ones. <laughs> And we're like, okay, time out, time to fix the problem. So, uh, I mean, that's that's definitely definitely very, very, uh, very, very cool information. I'm really excited that uh, we have this conversation. Um, definitely going to have you back um, for Thank several other sessions. I think this is a con- conversation that definitely needs to be um, talked about again in, in, in length, but also I want people to have an opportunity to kind of um Feel those questions, have, have you feel those questions that I get that from a lot of women especially that talk about, you know, um, HC diet symptoms and, and, and also I, maybe you can come back and kind of kill off some of these myths too that they have about, you know, ACG does this and HCG does that and it doesn't do this and doesn't do that. I mean, because there's so much m- misinformation out there that I'd like to have somebody that, you know, as credentials as yourself, at least uh, maybe have, give your opinion on it. You don't have to necessarily disagree or agree with them but at least give your opinion on that. So, well, definitely uh, have you back you know jay and I, I think you're a rock star in our in our in our in our lives so we appreciate you and i hope you guys really got some benefit out of this out of this call and and if you have questions or you want to, to look into um you know your hrt treatment your HCG diet treatment the whole nine yards you know you, you know where to go so um with that said I think we'll close out unless anybody has any last minute questions. I know I do this and all of a sudden bam we get ready to close out and go I think we're gonna go ahead and uh, and close out the call. Thank you so much, uh Doctor Goldstone, I appreciate you being here. Um great information. Minded. Oh
3: really really great. Thanks yeah. so much for having just-
1: me. No worries, and just so you know, that Dr. Gosai and I, uh, so and I are talking about um, doing some lectures here across the country, just bringing this whole conversation to uh, coming to your coming to your town soon. So, um, because of the fact, that I think it's so hugely important um, getting this message out. So, um, keep a lookout on your on my blog or website or my email um, as we talk about that. But um, um, you guys are great. We appreciate you as always. Love you bunches, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. I'm gonna put on some more Brick House because that's what we're all looking to, looking to feel like a brick house, and we'll talk to you soon. Uh-oh, guess what? Of course, I have one question before I just about to leave out. 214-499, you get the last shot as we close out. You're on the air?
4: Yes. Hi, my name is Susan, and I have been trying to get on since the beginning. Um, I'm a 52-year-old woman, and I've lost 100 pounds, and I've had to do three cycles to do it. And I wow. At the point Great. where... Um, I didn't know that you could just go and do the whole thing. How, I mean, could continue for, you know, the 120 days if you wanted to. Um, But when I get off of the HCG, I start feeling um, like my hormones are getting out of balance. Although I had sexual, I'm sorry, no, I had surgical menopause in the year 2000. And um, since then I've been taking hormone replacement therapy all I was taking armor thyroid, I was taking bias, testosterone, and progesterone. Um, and I know you were talking about, like, being at a level of, like, you know, in your 30s or 40s and being 52, you know, I really don't want to be quite back in my 20s. I think, I mean, is that what we, like, look at, or are there different racial uh, levels that let the
3: me, let me. Yeah, I want to clear that up. Here's the thing. You you don't you'll never be like you were when you were 20 and 30 even i don't replace the hormones exactly that high i do it based on the individual person so you know i'm just saying if you get your levels optimal you're going to feel better but for some people it could be too much so we don't go that high but we do check it We check the blood levels for safety, basically. There's certain levels where you don't want to be below them because you're getting no benefit and you don't want to be out of balance, like have too much estrogen, not enough progesterone, or have your testosterone way off because if you're out of balance, it's just as bad as not taking it. So it's individual. I go by the person, their symptoms, and the levels. But I'm not going to force somebody to be, you know, 10 times where they are if that's not good for them.
4: Okay, are there effects because of going on this HCG, do they impact your hormones
3: at all? That's a great question. Yes, it can. Here's the thing. HCG elevates progesterone, which is one of our hormones, because basically it is a fertility drug. That's the FDA indication is for people that are having trouble getting pregnant. So it may elevate your progesterone, and then when you go off of it, the progesterone could drop again, which might cause an imbalance and cause some of the symptoms that you're having. So you need to have those hormone levels checked.
4: Okay. Another question I have How do you know what the symptoms of immunity to HCG are?
3: Well, supposedly right. it doesn't work and you're hungry. Supposedly it yeah. just. Hungry, it basically
1: stop it basically stops working in your body as if you are not even taking it in other words, you cannot sustain the the the, the symptoms of immunity are almost almost exactly to the same symptoms of you actually um, exhausting your entire fat bank and you have no more fat to actually release into the body, so in essence, it just stops working, and the five hundred calorie diet or a seven hundred calorie diet, whichever protocol you 're following, no longer can sustain you you 're starving you 're ravenous um, and it's at that point you can 't even tolerate it anymore so it 's it's, it's a pretty cut and dry um, symptom you know what i 'm saying it 's not like it just because just your weight stalls for a couple of days that 's not immunity we 're talking about when you low when you 're no longer getting the benefit. The suppressed hunger, um, the ability to get that fat flushing from your fat, your abnormal fat stores into your bloodstream to give you those extra nu- nutrients and calories you need, then it's basically you can't take it anymore. So it's pretty cut and dry.
4: Okay, being that I've done like three cycles on this, and I know when I read the book and the protocol that. Um, it said like you needed to, you know, the first time you could do eight weeks and then it was needed to do 10 weeks and then you needed to do 12 weeks. Is that still true or can you go back and sooner than that?
1: Are you you talking about phase, going through phase two, three, and four before you go back to phase one, one and two again? Is that what you're saying about 12 weeks, 18 weeks, or are you talking about being on the actual phase two?
4: I was talking, I did like phase one, two, three, four, then one, two, three, four, one, two, and right now I'm on three, but really do need to go back and do it one more time because just on some of the things I'm hearing, I mean, I know I'm 5'8, I weigh 160 pounds, but I still have a lot of fat on my back that I want to try to get rid of, but my legs are so thin and so muscular but I'm getting skin starting to hang and being that I'm older I'm sitting there thinking, okay, well you know, you have to look at it and say where where is the like place to be with where do you weigh it? Like how much skin do you want to sag and how much were you willing to keep some fat in there to keep
3: it from sagging? You know what I'm well, saying? Well
1: yeah, yeah I I yeah I have a difference. Do you have a theory on that, Doctor Colson? I have my own my own I know
3: exactly yet, what she's saying, and, and, and you're right. Yeah. You don't want to lose too much where that you look too skinny. If your skin starts to sag, I mean, there are things that you can do. The most drastic, of course, is you could have plastic surgery. It just depends on how you want to get. If you're willing mm-hmm. to tolerate a little sagging, fine. If, if you're not, then don't lose any more weight. If you're going to think about eventually maybe, you know, getting this extra skin taken off, And it's going to be a good healthy weight for you. Then you can lose more. I would also look at your body fat. You don't want your body fat to get too low, so try to keep it within a normal range, which for a woman is 19 to 26 percent. 19 to
4: 26.
3: Yeah, go on a body fat machine and see where you are. Maybe you're on the low end already, and even if you have some fat on your bat, and maybe that's okay. It might just be, because you don't want to get unhealthy.
1: Now, you, and and I have a question because you said your your legs were muscular. Are your legs are your legs muscular? Because because the, the skin the skin loose or tiny, or do you exercise? I mean, is that why your legs are muscular?
4: Oh, I used to be a horseback rider. I walk. I jog. I I have legs that people tell me they die for. I mean, but skin is you know there's empty saddlebags and that just hangs there and and yep. so. They- the skin is you know and it's like you know and I'm not 20 anymore I'm 52 so right, you know I'm glad to be healthy and that's just my thing but do, like you I
1: actually, know that do you actually weight train now or do you still just jog and run do you actually are you actually in the process of building lean muscles my question
4: right now you now actively
1: been, do, you actually tra-
4: do that I've been traveling so much I haven't had time to in the mornings I have to check okay what town am I in
1: <laughs> and this is because this is one of the things that i have noticed um in in in, in dealing with the people i've dealt with and a number of people i've dealt with that the skin issue um can be somewhat corrected when you implement and when you actually fill that space with lean muscle so you, you know you were thinking about like filling it with fat which is you had it filled with fat and now the fat's gone so now there's you know you have the sagging skin but there's i've noticed that that the sagging skin is minimized dramatically when you're building lean muscle all the way around. So, you may naturally have muscular legs, but the point is that is your muscle mass, and that's why Dr. Goldstone's recommendation to check your body fat percentage because if, say, your body fat percentage is not 26% to 19%, say it's still 35 to 40%, but you, and you, you're 5'8 at a whatever, 165 pounds, that still gives you a clear indication that you may have more, you may, you, you have a lot of room for building more muscle and losing more fat. So I just want you to keep that in the back of your mind that, you know what, exercise and building lean muscle may also help you minimize some of that that, that sagging skin, but also the fact that it's one thing that I, that I really believe and I've experienced with this protocol that if you do not have abnormal fat on your body and there is, there is literally not a sufficient amount of abnormal fat on your body that this protocol is really going to be ineffective and it's not going to work. And So, you, so, so if in fact you're at a point where your body no longer has any abnormal fat you will not see very your numbers will be extremely small you'll, you'll inch your way along the protocol at a quarter pound, an eighth of a pound Stalling because really there's no fat to feed your body. Um, if you do have abnormal fat remaining on your body, then it's going to you're still going to continue to lose weight. So um, I think the proof is in the pudding. I would definitely um, implement some exercise, try another round, see how your numbers go, and see if you can somehow balance out your body with muscle and lo- and fat loss. Okay, well, That's my other, okay. the, the garment that that
4: is encompassing my muscles and stuff. I personally would not like to fill that with, even with all muscle mass, believe me. From where I came to where I I don't want to fill it all with muscle. But my next question, <laughs> I would be too big. I'd be the biggest muscular woman around. But um, uh-huh. if I just finished and I'm like on my first week of phase three, how many weeks do I have to wait before I could possibly start this again?
1: Well, I mean, my recommendation is that if, you know, phase three has its role. I mean, it's definitely a very, I think, one of the most crucial roles of the protocol that you're trying to actually try and stabilize your health and reset your hypothalamus gland. But given the information that we said, if you're in weak, uh, in week three If you've only been off the protocol for seven days You literally can go continue and resume If you if you are up to it Resume mm-hmm. phase two and continue that For the next three or four weeks Until you feel that you have lost the weight you want to lose um, Instead of going three weeks of phase three Two weeks of phase four And then going back to phase one and two again So I recommend if you're only in your first week To kind of go back to eating clean And, and, and get back on your on your protocol
4: Okay Well Okay. I, don't I, don't that, I don't know if that's
1: good news or bad news to you, but I mean, either way, you can finish up phase three and and go back. Um, but you know, I'm just thinking that you sounds like you're motivated. It sounds like you want to you want to get to your goal. Um, so why waste another two and a half, two and a half weeks or two weeks of uh, phase three when you can actually use that to maybe drop another ten pounds? But the, yeah, I don't
4: just don't have the medicine. That's
1: why. Well. Okay. Well, if you don't have if you're not if you don't have the pro, you know if you're not ready to resume yeah. and then just finish up your phase three and then go back to phase two again, phase one okay.
4: and two. Okay, Alrighty. thank you very much. Thank you for all thank the work. Thank you words for
1: me. your question. I think it was a great question.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let me see right. if I just had one more. Hormones. Okay. Nope, that was it. That was. Oh, and I did want right. to say one. I knew somebody that was doing it and they were 80 years old and they were a diabetic and when they were finished they were a the diabetic and the doctor actually said you were no, and they were doing insulin shots, and you were no longer diabetic. So I know that it has some good effects when when it's done right. Oh,
3: definitely. Huge,
1: huge, huge statement you just made there. And I, I'm, I'm so glad you made that because that's, that's something that's dear to my heart. That's because my family died, just was killed off from diabetes, and that was one of the things that I definitely wanted to make sure I didn't Carry on the family curse. So I definitely believe that this protocol has not just cosmetic and and uh, you know looking good and feeling you know feeling good features. The fact that it really can um, correct and in some cases reverse um, some of these debilitating diseases is 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 what oh, makes definitely. it a huge winner for me. Huge winner. Yeah. More so definitely. thank you. So. Yeah.
2: Oops. Hello.
4: Over oh, yeah, four hundred cholesterol. And it was down It's now down to one thirty four. I mean it just blows my mind.
1: Yeah. It's uh yeah. it's an amazing it's an amazing thing. Yeah.
2: It's amazing. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you well, very
1: here. much. Appreciate it. Thank you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, that's a great call and I'm looking here now. Uh and okay guys, last call. Last call before we segue out. If you have any questions you want to ask, uh, now's the time to do it. Um, like I said, I, I'm I'm so thrilled about this call. This is probably one of the better calls that we've had in a long time, and I'm really, like I said, once again, can't thank you enough, Dr. Goldstone, for being here and sharing your expertise and knowledge. And you definitely, I think, are going to help.